Welcome to Healthy Not Hungry, the bite-sized podcast all about redefining what healthy actually means. I'm your host, nutritionist and personal trainer, Rachel Doss. Here's what's on today's podcast. Hello and welcome to Healthy Not Hungry. I'm your host, Rach. It's lovely to have you here. Happy whatever day it is for you. Right now that I'm recording, it's Friday. Thank goodness. Not going to lie. I am very keen for the weekend. It's been one of those weeks between spontaneous emergency visits with my daughter and all sorts of little curveballs thrown in there, but that's okay. You know, we're healthy, we're happy, so that's all that matters. But speaking of which, like that's, you know, to do with your mindset today, I want to talk about things that I do to reset my mindset because mindset is such a huge part of everything that we do, you know, whether it's your mindset at work, it's your mindset at home around your loved ones or your mindset in regards to your fitness, your eating, whatever it is, you know, your mind really is the biggest tool that you have. Like it is our greatest asset, but it is also can be our biggest enemy if we're not looking after it like we should. So I thought today that's what I'd talk about. Basically, last weekend, I went away to this conference and there were some amazing guest speakers. And one of them in particular was um, a paraplegic doctor. He was like the second paraplegic doctor in Queensland, I believe. And honestly, his story was insane, like such a cool guy to have a listen to. Um, But I'll share more about him another time because I feel like I want to do an episode on him. But anyway, it was really cool to hear perspective of other people and, you know, perspective is everything and I think you'll find that most people who are wildly successful at what they do but also really happy about what they do because, you know, you can be successful at something and miserable or you can be thriving and loving it. So that's a big key difference here and I think the people who are successful but also really happy and thriving and loving it. It's all to do with their mindset and their outlook on life. And, you know, are you someone who looks at the glass half full or half empty? You know, it's the same when you're giving yourself self-talk. Like, are you picking out all the bad parts about yourself or focusing on the things you haven't done? Or are you focusing on the good things that you have done and saying the nice things? So, yeah, I thought it was a really important topic to bring up for any reason. You know, even you pass that on to your children, to your partner, like basically the vibe, I guess, if you want to call it that, that you carry about your day, it rubs off onto other people. I read this quote on Instagram yesterday and it was something along the lines of that if you surround yourself with people who put you down or negative people, you're not surrounding yourself, you're caging yourself, like you're being trapped in a cage. Whereas as opposed to having a circle of positive people. If they're not positive, they're not a circle around you. They're a cage and an enclosure that you're stuck in because you're stuck in that negative rut. I think I've mentioned this before, but they say that you're a sum of the top five people you spend most time with. So, you know, maybe now is a good little time to do a life audit and think about who do you spend most time around and what kind of person are they and what impact does that have on you? If you've been around someone negative, has that made you more negative or are you more positive? And are the people that you're surrounding yourself, do they align with that or are they the ones bringing you in the opposite way? I mean, look, if you feel like you're a bit negative and you're hanging out with really positive people, that's fantastic because it is going to raise your vibration and help you become happier. However, just make sure you're not that negative one bringing them down. You know, I think it's really, really important to not just look at what you can gain from people in life, but also what you can give and bring to other people's lives. Like it's not you know, an energy transaction as such, if you want to put it that way, 
it's not all about what you can receive unless you're that type of person. And I guess if you are, please stay away. But, you know, it's not about what you can receive. But also, like, if you genuinely care for someone that you're spending time with, what are you bringing to their life? And if you look at yourself and you're like, honestly, I'm that person who comes up and literally all I do is complain. I don't talk to them all week and then I just send a message venting. There is nothing wrong with venting. I just want to say that firstly. But, you know, do you bring other positives as well? Or are you mainly focusing on the negative? Um, You know, make sure you always are trying to be a bright light in people's lives and it will come back to you. Like I really do believe that we all have a chance to make a difference. Actually, this speaker I just brought up, he said in his speech, he said, I don't want to change the world, but if I can change one person's world, that's enough. And that's how I feel too. Like, I think that's a fantastic thing. Like, you know, you don't need to save the world and change the whole world and make everyone's days different. But if you can make a difference in one person's life, you know, that's one whole life, which is so valuable. And I really feel like we shouldn't discount that. And I think too often we do. Anyway, I'm kind of getting distracted and rambling on. I digress, but... I want to get back to what I was saying. So these are the things that I do to reset my mindset, particularly if I feel like I'm getting in a negative slump, which we all do from time to time. Um, Number one is I try and journal nearly every day. Now, look, I know if you're not into it, it probably sounds a bit lame and tedious and it's not like, dear diary, today I felt like this. No, I will sometimes literally just write a list of things that I am grateful for. And, you know, it can be anything. I might write that I'm grateful for my coffee machine or the fact that we have internet because Holly's being distracted watching a show or, you know, the fact that I'm healthy, that I have a healthy child. At the end of the day, that never goes past me. Um, Sometimes I will write about things that I want to achieve. So I might make a list of goals and write that down. And I might write how it feels when I achieve them or how it will feel and kind of dream about that a bit. Um... Other times, if I am in a slump, I will literally vent to my journal. I might write, I feel crap. The end. No, kidding. It's not that simple, but I would write, today I feel really down and off. And then I'll kind of try and write maybe why I feel that way. And I kind of get it out of my system and try and release it onto that page so that it's no longer in me. And then usually I end up feeling a bit better. And um, it's, you know, it's given me a chance to process how I'm feeling, get it out of me and find a way to move on past it. But anyway, that's something that it's definitely worth considering. I know the weeks I don't journal, I really notice a difference. Um, My second one was gratitude, which we kind of just touched on. But, you know, you don't have to write that down. You could be driving and thinking about it. With me and my daughter and my partner, we sit at the dinner table. That's been one of our goals this year is to actually sit at the dinner table, no TV, eat dinner. We've been doing really well with it. Yay us. Um... But we ask Holly, what's one thing that you're grateful for or that makes you lucky? Because that's easier for her to understand. And what made your day today? And we all ask each other and it's really nice to hear. And it might be something as simple as one of the kids at kindy played with her today. Or it might be something great. Like the other day she said that she got to do painting and she loves painting. And that was really nice. And sometimes she says that she's lucky because she has so many people that love her. And that just makes my heart explode. But, you know, that's another way you can do it. Or maybe when you're driving or walking or looking in the mirror, you can just think a few things that you're grateful for or being in the present. Like, you know, sometimes I'll be making a coffee and I'll be like, how good is this? Like, I get to make a really nice coffee with my machine at home. I'm really lucky that I can do that, that we have access to that. And sometimes it's literally in the moment being like this. This is really cool and I'm grateful to have that. Um, The other thing is getting a new perspective. So I love to listen to podcasts and audiobooks. 
I'm listening to one at the moment, which is called The Resilience Project, which is, I'm just going to open it as I tell you to tell you who it's by, because it is fantastic. Thank you, Charlotte, for the recommendation. Um, the Resilience Project by Hugh, oh, it's loading, it's taking forever, um, by Hugh Van Cullenberg. Honestly, if you need a good perspective, this is probably one of the best books I've listened to in a very long time. But I also pick different podcasts that I like. Um, movement, movement keeps me feeling better. So if I feel all pent up, sometimes I will jump up and down or dance or do something to like physically get it out. Jump in the ocean or a cold shower, that helps too. Sometimes crying or venting as well. I love a good cry. I think it's underrated and more people should cry. Sometimes it's the best release that there really is. And then if I'm really in a slump and all else fails, I mean, crying never seems to fail. But then after that, sometimes I just do something that I actually want to do to reset. So it could be something like I might have been craving a donut for three days and just feel like sitting down and indulging in something yummy. I might do that. Sometimes that really helps. Or I might binge watch an hour of a TV show and tell myself, okay, you have an hour to binge watch this and get over how you're feeling and then move on with it or go for a walk or you know, whatever that thing is that you actually feel like doing. Sometimes you just need to do that, but, you know, not waste days and weeks on it. But sometimes, you know, set yourself a time limit, an hour or a couple, and be like, okay, I give myself this time to do this thing that I want to do, and then I'm going to move on and get back to adulting and get on with it. And that's okay to listen to yourself and do that too. Anyways, that's all from me today. Thank you for listening. I hope you took something away from this. As usual, like, share, subscribe. And we would love it if you could leave us a review. But I hope you gained something from this and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.